0: Hello and welcome to the Energy Medium Podcast. I am your host, Ray. Join me in demystifying the non-physical world as I share real-life experiences of the supernatural and insights I've gained as a medium and clairvoyant. For more tips and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at Energy Medium or visit my website, energymedium.com. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Energy Medium. Today we are going to be discussing auras and second sight, which is another term I use for clairvoyance, specifically the ability to see things in people's auras. So an aura, as many of you already know, is a field of energy. It's also called a human biofield or a human energy field. It's this field of energy That surrounds your physical body. Plants also have auras. Animals have auras. I've heard that non living things have auras. For example, rock formations, things in your home tend to take on your essence or your energy. So they will also have a very similar energy that surrounds you, your personal items everything has an energy field, which makes sense. If we can agree that everything that this universe is made up of is energy, even what's physical and tangible in front of you, that those things would also have a field of energy, a more subtle, less noticeable energy field around them, which is really what the aura is. Now, I have heard that the aura, the human aura, has up to 13 layers to it. Each layer has its own name, its own purpose. I've also heard that the human aura has seven layers to it, and those seven layers correspond with the seven chakra points. The main point I'm trying to make here is that auras are very complex. They are not simply just a color or a, a dim glow of light that surrounds someone's physical body there are a lot of different aspects and characteristics that make up an aura the main characteristic of an aura i think comes up the most is the 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 concept that it, an aura has a color and every color has its own meaning that's typically how we've kind of dumbed down the the essence of the aura, at least in our Western world, and I'm not saying that as that doesn't have any truth to it. What I will say is, dumbing down an aura to being a just simple glow that has a color to it that surrounds the human body, and that color has you know twelve different descriptive words <laughs> that describe it. Um, that's really not what an what an aura is. That is definitely not what my experience of what the aura is. And again, I'm not saying there's not any truth to that. I mean, you can find truth in anything. You you can find truth in a fortune cookie, right? Um, but I, what, what I am just trying to get at is the aura is very complex. And I do want to share with you guys some experiences I've had with seeing things in people's auras, While we're on the subject of colors, let's just talk about colors for a second. So yes, I do see colors. Yes, I do think colors have meaning. I'm starting to kind of build my own definitions of what colors mean based off of really just my experience with seeing things in people's auras. And so what I want to do is share with you guys a few stories of what I mean by this. I think I had mentioned before, I'm a body worker. I've been doing exercise training and myofascial release and massage techniques with clients for about a decade now. Now, I've only been a seer. I've only had clairvoyance and been able to see things in people's auras for really the last year. So I will start with the story of I had a client. She had come to me for just regular body work. I think she was having, like most people have, just tension and tightness in her shoulders. And I had her lay down on the massage table and I was just doing a visual scan of her body, which is what I've learned to do now before any of my sessions with people, because it really does help me to see if there's what I like to call a disturbance. And what I mean by that is a disturbance in the energy field. So I had her laying on the table. I started to notice a black and red spark kind of surfacing out of and right next to her left ankle. And I had asked my client, can you tell me about your left ankle? Do you experience pain with your left ankle? And she said, Oh, yeah, I broke my ankle actually. I think it was a few years prior to our session together. She was training for a race, she was training for a running event. And I said, Does your ankle still bother you? And she said, Yeah, sometimes it still bothers me. There's, you know, sometimes there's still a little pain in there. Sometimes I step on it wrong. So we start to uncover what's going on with her left ankle. So that's an example of, What I see in someone's aura when there's a, I'm going to call it a physical or a physiological disturbance. She had broken that ankle years prior, which of course caused some trauma and some damage to that area. And there was still remnants. There was still a remain of that damage that I could see with my eyes. Another example of a physical disturbance that I see is I can typically see if someone has a headache, specifically a migraine. And what that looks like for me is like little dots, black and gray dots that surface and come out of the head. And they kind of do like a chaotic dance with each other and then they'll dissipate. And sometimes I can see specifically. What area of the head is hurting? For example, this one time I had a client and we were just talking before the session, and I was noticing this, what I just described, these gray and black particles kind of dancing around the top left kind of middle area of their head. And I mentioned, you know, are you experiencing a headache right now, kind of in the middle, middle area of your head, maybe more so on the left side? And they were like, yeah, wow, that was a very specific description of my headache. That's interesting. How'd you know that? And so then I, of course, have to explain a little bit that I'm a seer and I can see energy fields. And I won't you know, lie to you guys. That's not always what you want to tell to a client right away. A lot of times when I see things in people's auras, especially if I've not worked on this client before, or it just doesn't kind of seem like the right person to be bringing up human energy fields with, I I sometimes don't say anything at all. And that reason is because one, not everyone needs to know and understand that I'm a seer for me to help them. And two, my whole goal during a bodywork session is to make the person feel as comfortable as possible. So I'm not always saying these things because sometimes people can, it can make them uncomfortable, right? It could make them uncomfortable to just give them this idea that not only do i see auras but hey i'm seeing something in your aura and i want to talk about it and if that's not something that they've even accepted yet into their reality or perhaps they're, they're they've rejected that as a part of their reality then they're not going to be comfortable seeing me as a as a body worker and they're really not going to enjoy that session with me so i am very careful about what i say and how i say it and typically i do let my client open the door to that kind of conversation before I open up that door. But a lot of times people who come to see me, they already know that I'm a seer. So yeah, which is fine either way. So that's an example of what I see when it comes to a physical or physiological disturbance. So what I want to talk about next is what I see when there's an emotional disturbance or perhaps a a mental, yeah, mental emotional disturbance, maybe not something that's causing physical pain per se, but an emotional pain or an emotional aggravation. If someone comes to me and they had a bad experience, let's say in traffic before they arrived, or let's say they've been ruminating about something, something's been kind of replaying itself in their head. Either it's about work, maybe it's about their spouse, maybe it's something that's going on with their kids. What I typically see in this scenario is it's it's almost like a headache. It's kind of like these little gray particles that move around very swiftly around their head and they'll come in and out of their field, but they're not location specific. Like They're not coming out of a certain space of their head consistently. They kind of come out of all the space around their head and they kind of cause this, I guess I could describe it as a little gray haze, a gray haze if you will around their eyes and around their head. Emotional disturbances have a lot of activity around the eyes. Physical disturbances, not usually. I usually see physical disturbances around the joints, around muscles that are strained again headaches emotional disturbances very a lot of activity around the eyes so i'll tell you guys another story so this one time i was going to see my friend and she had just the night before she had just dropped off her daughter at her ex's house my friend and her her partner were no longer together so they were doing a joint custody of course with with their daughter and She had her daughter during the week and she would go to drop her daughter off at her dad's house on the weekend. So we're going to grab coffee and she's telling me about how she just dropped her daughter off to her ex's house. And right when she said that, these black sparks that kind of morphed into red. So they started as black and they morphed into red. They were these kind of like black and red little bubbles around her eyes, they appeared. And I didn't say anything to her right away. I just kind of looked at her and intuitively I knew something happened when she dropped her daughter off that upset her. And I just gave her, you know, a minute to, for us to say hi. And then within a matter of seconds, she was telling me this story about something that had upset her when she dropped her daughter off. That's what I mean by emotional disturbances. I see them a lot around people's eyes. The eyes, as you've heard it said, they tell, they tell a lot about you. You know, They tell the story of your life. And when it comes to second sight and seeing things in people's auras, I, I can tell a lot about what's going on with someone based off of the colors and the activity and the disturbances I see in the energy field around their eyes another story I want to share with you guys an example if you will is again this has to do with a color so this is different from a physical disturbance or an emotional disturbance it's when someone is standing there in front of you and you guys are having a conversation and they can't remember something so they're going into their memory bank if you will And then all of a sudden they remember what they were going to tell you. And it just, you know, you seem to pull that memory out of nowhere and they have that aha moment. Aha, this is what I was going to tell you. So when that happens, I see blue every time, consistently, every time there's a flash, a huge flash of blue light that will appear next to someone's, usually next to their head. And it's usually several inches away from their headspace. but it's always around kind of the upper shoulder head area. And boom, right in that moment, they remember, they they recall what they were trying to remember and tell you with their story. And I've heard that we'd have a layer to the aura that stores every single memory that we've ever had. What I think is happening with this experience and with what I see is someone is pulling a memory literally from that that layer of their aura. And of course, this layer must be connected to your consciousness, connected to your brain, connected to your conscious awareness. But it's this storage of things, these memories and these things that we hold on in our subconscious that we recall later that's that's a different layer of the aura and i've also heard by a couple of sources that that layer is blue and i agree with that that has absolutely been my experience another thing that i mentioned earlier is that animals and plants also have auras and i'm not sure how similar their auras are to human auras but i have experienced seeing both plants and animals with auras and i want to share a story with you guys it's also in the episode deep dive a little more in depth but every now and again i will take the neighbor's dog for a walk and this one time i had took him out for a little walk and it was actually getting close to nighttime And we live next to a couple of highways. So sometimes even, you know, in our neighborhood, you can hear if there's like a car accident on the highway and sometimes it can be really loud. So I was taking the dog for a walk and he had stopped to smell a tree or something. And right at that moment, this really loud sound came from the highway and it kind of echoed between the walls of our apartment complex and it startled the dog and when the dog got startled this large black blob rose up kind of from the back of the neck maybe back of the head area on the dog and exploded into a like went from black white to red and it was very large it kind of it it was a it was a circle but it was a large circle that arose and then dissipated within the flash of with literally within the blink of an eye that's how quick these things happen so that's an example of my experience with auras on animals and of course i have a little animal i have a, a little cat i can always tell when she's upset and when we're playing with her too much or she's about to stick her claws out because yeah, she gets this kind of disturbed energy around her. And sometimes it's black and sometimes there's a little red in there. And sometimes there's like flashes of whites that come off of her. So that I do find quite interesting as well. I'll end with this because it's such a beautiful story. I love to lay like right next to my cat. I love my cat. Those of you who are cat lovers out there, you totally get it. Like I will just, kiss her face and snuggle her nose and pinch her little kitty cheeks. And this one time I was kissing her face and rubbing her nose and she was half asleep on the bed and she was very calm. She wasn't mad or anything. You know, she's in a very calm space. And I, I saw these, um, really tiny light sparks come out of her eyes. She looked at me in these little tiny, I thought they were red at first, but they were actually like a pink color. They were more like a, like a pink rose color. They just like kind of surfaced around her eyes. And again, like I I will gauge what I see in her aura as a means of leaving her alone if it's too much for her. So initially I, I thought, Oh, wow. I think I'm pissing her off. Like, I think this is too much. And she's about to snap at me. That was my initial kind of fear thought that I had. I thought she was going to like scratch me in the face. And that immediately left. And right after what came in to that was, no, she's feeling love. And I was like, love, she's feeling love. Yeah, the message that came through was she's feeling so much love right now. She's feeling so much love from you. And I I saw it come out of her and it was just so beautiful. It was something I'd never seen before, especially that came out of an animal. I remember reading once the color pink does correspond, you know, with love, with strong feelings of affection and love and connection and if you see pink in someone's aura, it, it can have those, you know, connections to it. I'm not saying that's always what pink means, but it is one of the things that pink means. And oh my gosh, it was just the sweetest, cutest thing that I'd ever seen. <laughs> just such a really, really cool experience. I do want to share with you guys a resource that I have found to be probably the holy grail of information when it comes to seeing and interpreting things in people's auras. And that is a book by Barbara Brennan called Hands of Light. A quick background on Barbara Brennan, she was a scientist, she was actually a physicist and she worked for NASA for many years and found that job to be not fulfilling to her anymore. So she moved on and then went into kind of therapy, like couples therapy. And during her therapy sessions, she started to see things around people, like see things surface around them, especially if they were highly emotional or charged or angry. And that kind of like started her spiritual awakening, if you will. And she began to work with other people who were doing research in the human bio field and also working with guides, spiritual guides that she had met along the way to help her through this process and she wrote a series of books. The one that I have is called Hands of Light and again it is extremely helpful with determining things that you see within the aura especially if you're a seer and you do see colors but on top of that you see other things that kind of surface from people's auras, shapes, um, disturbances if you will. I'm going to leave a link to her book in the episode description. I think I got it used for like under $15 and I do resort to it quite, quite often. It is a pretty hefty manual. It's literally that it's more of like a, a workbook or a manual. Um, I've heard based on reviews for the book that if you're not a seer it's not always that helpful for you because you know a lot of what she talks about in the book isn't exactly based off of intuition or empathy it's it is seeing things that you know are a part of this energetic world around us that some of us can see so i will leave links to that in the episode description thank you so much you guys for spending another episode with me. It felt amazing to share my stories with you and I have so many more that I would love to share. I will see you guys in the next episode.